The idea of this podcast is simple, discipleship. We want to bring the gospel message about how to interact with your coworkers, your culture, your friends, everyone around you in a biblical way, which is, in essence, discipleship. What did Jesus do when he came to this earth? He took the devil's stuff. The Bible actually teaches that the world is becoming increasingly covered with the knowledge of the glory of God. That should change everything in the mind of a Christian. Instead of thinking about all the ways society is failing, we should think about all the ways society must be, as Psalm 1101 tells us, put underneath the feet of Jesus in victory. The Rebel Podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. The Rebels here in Garage Mahal, P Nate, Elder P, Wetsy on the knobs and the dials. For a, like, <laughs> it's a bit of an interesting episode, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be a bonus episode or if it'll end up. I don't know. Sometimes when we turn on the mics, we talk for a, a really long time. But we're thinking it'll just be a short, quick episode where we want to tell you about something exciting. But could be depends on how many words you have. Um, <laughs> I always have lots of words, Chris. You, you know this about me. You've had vacation recently. Yep. And you've come back. So I feel like you've got a lot of words stored. That is true. I do have a lot of stores. Man, were you not proud of me, though? I come back after not preaching for two weeks. Dude, I was like 40 minutes on the dot, I think. That never happens. That was pretty short for you. It's funny because, like, your voice always changes as you're about to finish preaching. And you get, like, your prayer voice on. Like, (laughs) like, he's like, but you did it halfway through the sermon. At one point, I was like, it's only 25 minutes. Did he forget to write a sermon? Like, and then <laughs> I kept turning back on. Like, and I was just like, oh, the prayer voice came out early. Yeah. Fair enough. So first of all, we're the Rebel Podcast on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. We're actually excited. I think we're going to be able to go down to Louisville this year with borders <laughs> open for the, for first, the first, time first time ever. So we'll actually be at the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference this year, which would be awesome, down at the Ark Encounter. We'd encourage people to go in and do that. But we are part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. If you want to support the show, become a club member, or another way you can do that is go to patreon.com slash reformed rebel that gives directly to the show. I think now that we've been back and more consistent in our content after, you know, a whole lot of inconsistency, I think we could start pushing that again. I don't feel bad or awkward about asking for uh, individual support, but that just helps us uh, just things like hosting sites for the audio and uh, website stuff. And we had merch at one time, but we, we had to turn that off. We have merch again, though, Nate. That is true. At Cross actually. and Crown. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. So if you're listening, you should go to crossandcrown.com. That's actually just uh, an initiative that somebody in our church started where we have a little bit of church merch, a couple of uh, shirts, that you know, Jesus is King kind of shirts. And then there is some rebel merch on there as well. So uh, crossandcrown.com and all of the, I guess, proceeds, all of the profit from crossandcrown.com is actually going to the Antioch Initiative, which is essentially our church's, I guess, church... Hub? Hub. Um, sure. Yeah, like what we're doing is we're building a church, obviously a place for worship, but what we call it Antioch because in Acts 11, it was the Antioch church that was sort of the uh, hub from which all of the major ministry in uh, the early church was happening. 
That's where Paul and Barnabas were set aside for the uh, the purposes of missionary work, church planting work. Obviously, that spawned into three different missionary journeys of Paul's that included the raising up of Timothy and Titus, leaving them in Crete and in Ephesus, and church planting, leading and training elders, all that kind of stuff. It was also the Antioch church, by the way, during the famine of the uh, early first century that uh, sent relief to the Jerusalem church. So it kind of became this ministry center from which churches were planted, missionaries were sent, pastors and elders were trained. And so we're actually looking to build that. Um, our church is obviously uh, expanded. People have heard this before through COVID, but our desire is not to become a big, massive megachurch. We just want to plant small, faithful churches in smaller communities in and around the uh, southwestern Ontario region. So we want to build something that would act as both a classical Christian school, a place where pastors can get trained up, missionaries can be raised up, people can take seminary-level courses, all that kind of stuff. We want printing press, we want all of it. It's all going to happen there. And so... uh, And you wouldn't let me call it Castle Grayskull, so... (laughs) That's right. We did uh, Fortress of Solitude. Uh, We thought that was in the running, but we thought that that doesn't kind of... The maid Um, cave? It it doesn't (laughs) share the sort of evangelistic heart behind our church. Yeah. Um, So we're calling it the Antioch Initiative in any way. All of the proceeds of Crossing Crown go to funding that. So you can go there and you can get some Rebel merch if you'd like to. But that's not what we're here to talk about, Chris. No, we have have even more exciting news. That's true. Although I will say that what we're going to talk about, you can get merch for what we're talking about on Crossing Crown as well. Or you will be able to. You will be able to. So what's exciting? What's on the horizon, Chris? What's going on? We finally got off our duffs and did something, um, which is really, really good. Usually we just sit in Garage Mahal and pontificate (laughs) (laughs) verbally into microphones. Very few things that we dream of ever come to fruition. I'm just like, we're in September, September 15th and 16th. We're actually at our church. Um, We're going to be hosting a men's conference. So for a long time, years on this podcast and probably the last couple of years for sure at our church, a huge drive has been put on manhood and just reclaiming what that means and what having is, men. What is biblical masculinity, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Men taking responsibility and, and leading with that. Obviously we've ripped that bandaid enough on people on, in the church that now people need to know how to like actually fix the wound. You know what I mean? That they have, we've gotten a lot of questions. A lot of, a lot of men in our church who have the genuine desire to do the thing that is biblical and right. Yeah. Lead their families well. Yeah. Yeah. And just, but they just simply don't know how and what that looks like. So we put our heads together, us and Jordan, and we came up with a men's conference that we're going to host September 15th and 16th. It will be the least gay men's conference of all time. (laughs) Mark that down. Yeah, that's Um, right. And we're putting it on. It's going to cost $40 though. Sorry about that, guys. No, I think that's very affordable, but I just want to come back around. I think that's a great tagline for it. A men's conference, dot, 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 but not gay. Because <laughs> I, I think that there's a lot of men's ministry stuff out there that's, that is, it's just, it's just gay. We sing gay songs. We talk about our feelings and we dig up junk from our past. That's not this kind of men's conference, not a promise keepers convention. This is a, this is a men's conference for men who want to take biblical masculinity seriously. And so the conference itself is called Men of Valor. It's taken from Judges, is it six or seven? Judges six. There you go. Judges six, when uh, Gideon, who was involved in Reformation in his day, was called a mighty man of valor. And so that's where we're taking the conference title from. And if you want to hear a great sermon, by the way, that sort of introduces some of these themes, our our boy, Elder P, Chris Poots, preached a sermon at uh, Crossroads a couple of weeks ago, and you can find that on our website. And he preached on this a little bit. But the idea here is that 
we want to equip our men for the cultural battle that's in front of us. This isn't going to be sort of a timeless men's conference full of timeless truths. It's going to be a timely men's conference that's equipping men for the battle that's right in front of them. And we think that the battle that's right in front of them is number one, where we're battling outside the church is we are battling the sexual revolution. We are battling the old gods, if you will, the the principalities and powers of darkness that are encroaching in all around us and reinfesting the crumbling ruins of Christendom 1.0. And inside the church, the battle is against the effeminate masculinity that has been running rampant and not training men for the war that's actually in front of us. So we want to battle on both those fronts. And so what we're saying is what it means to be a mighty man of valor who is going to be involved and used by God for reformation in his day is that you have to be a self-ruled man who rules well in every sphere in which God has placed you. And so the idea of the men's conference, it's a Friday and a Saturday, and it's going to be moved along by four main talks. And it's going to be your boys here on the uh, Rebel Podcast who are doing the main sessions. I'll be speaking on the Friday night. And then Jordan on Saturday morning, Chris late Saturday morning, and me on Saturday afternoon. We're just going to give you the topics because what we think is that in order to be used by God to be a man who brings reformation and puts things in culture under the feet of the Jesus and victory, it means that you have to rule well within the culture. Biblical masculinity, once again, has to be a force to be reckoned with in the culture of darkness and death that's around us. But a lot of us, I think, as men who are, uh, I think Chris called himself this last time we recorded, you know, I'm, I'm a fixer, right? Like how many of you have been involved in a conversation with your wife where she's pouring her heart out to you and then you say, here's the three things you need to do to fix all that. What she's looking for is not a I, list of three things. I got things. five steps with you they all start with B. Because yeah, <laughs> right. Chris is, is a, a true Baptist preacher at heart. <laughs> but I think a lot of us, we get excited about the cultural battles. We get excited about being used by God to reform the world around us. We we want to be world changers. We want to smash idols. But long before we see the smashing of public idols, long before we see the big public victory of David, right, who slays Goliath quite publicly, we see him battling with the sin in his own heart. We see him in the pasture with the sheep, and we see him winning the private battles against the lion and the bear. So when you look at that, what we're going to say is that, number one, you have to be self-ruled. That's, that's going to be the first session. What does it mean to be self-ruled? What does it mean to be mastered by the Spirit of God and nothing else? Not your lusts, not your porn addiction, not mastered by alcohol or by ambition or by wealth or by success. Or by your wife. Or by your <laughs> wife, exactly. Not to be ruled by those things, but to be self-ruled under the Spirit of God. That's number one. That's Friday. And then we're actually going to really emphasize fellowship and social stuff. So the Friday night is going to be one session introducing the theme, and then it's going to be social. We're going to eat some smoked meat together. We're going to hang out together. We're going to have some manly stuff to do, knife throwing and axes and, and that sort of stuff. But it's really just going to be about fellowship and getting together. Yes. If you've sat and listened to this podcast for many years and just thought, all I really want to do is hang out with Pootie. <laughs> This is your chance. I feel like um, many people have. Yeah. Like, In fact, the vast majority of emails we get, Chris, is like, what's what's Chris's social calendar like? like what's he, can I buy? Is him Chris dinner? really um, as cool in person? Like, as he, yeah. That's so not true. We will be there. Like, it's a good chance just to come. Bring guys if you're coming from not our church family over, or whatever. Yeah. Bring a couple guys if you need places to stay. We can help you find places to stay. Yeah, reach out and stuff like that. And, but we we would like to meet some of you guys to come. But we'd also just like want 
a group of men who are serious about being men, yeah. biblical men, to come together and just get to know each other, hang out, socialize. Because like the truth is, we typically are very busy people. And so sometimes we have to be very intentional about setting time aside just to even socialize, right? Yeah. And so that'll be part of the conference. There will be a lot of like, yes, we're going to talk, but then we're also going to break into like groups where we can put meat on the bones to a lot of what was just said in a smaller, more intimate setting, so to speak. But um, not gay. But not gay. <laughs> and there'll be tons of meat. like, But not gay. But not gay. <laughs> Apparently a lot of things we say can go either way. Yeah, so that'll be the Friday night and we would encourage you to come. And again, like the other thing that we're hoping for is as guys get to know one another and all that kind of stuff. And and we are hoping that there are people from out of town, listeners who are from, you know, Trinity and from Harvest Windsor and from some of these sister churches, if they come, we'd also like just our guys to get to know one another, right? There, There might be dairy farmers and beef farmers and entrepreneurs and people who are involved, like business connections, all that kind of stuff. Like we do want there to be some socialization and and just to expand your network, not just a Christian network. We don't need a bigger Christian network, but what we all do need is a bigger network of strong, masculine Christian men who take biblical masculinity seriously. So that's the idea. Then you come back Saturday morning and uh, you're going to hear Air Jordan talk and he's going to say, okay, so if you take on the challenge to rule yourself and you start there, as you are self-ruled, then God is going to either has already given you or is going to give you a family then to rule. And so what does it look like to rule well within your family? What does it look like to lead well within your family? What does it look like to lead your kids, your wife? in a biblically masculine way that isn't overbearing, it's not toxic, none of that stuff, but it is masculine, it is biblical. So he's going to do that. So you go from self-rule to family rule. Then what we're going to do, and we're not quite sure exactly the structure of this, but there are going to be between the second and third and third and fourth talks, we're going to have some, I guess, TED Talks is the best way to describe them. Some of the elders in the church and some of the guys in the church who are going to come and kind of get together and and just share something really, really practical like 15 minutes on what does it look like to disciple your kids? What does it look like to evangelize your neighbor? What does it look like to be a Christian at work? What does it look like to transition from being a godly father to a godly grandfather? Like some of those kinds of very practical, very quick topics that we're going to snapshot so that you're getting kind of a shotgun approach of very highly practical things. What does it look like to take care of yourself physically? What does it look like? Like all of those kinds of very practical things. Yeah, how do you give away your daughter? Like things like that. Yeah, all those kinds of things. And then the third main session will be Chris. That's me. So you talk a little bit about yours. So uh, you go from self-rule to family rule. Where's the next sphere as we move outward concentrically? It's church rule. That's so right. we've said it many times. We're patriarchal. What does that look like without being a tyrant in That's the church? Right. But what does it also look like to be a biblical man in the body of Christ? Christ is our head and he rules. So we want to display that to our people because we don't want to become, you know, Westboro Baptists where it's like too far on one side, but we also want to be just like Christ where we're cleansing the temple, but also humble and meek at the same time. What does it look like to be the lion and the lamb? And Exactly. And then a lot of that will tie to like the proper and I think good desire to men to qualify for eldership. Yes. And so it's like, how do you cultivate the character that would make you be said you're a mighty man of valor like it was to Gideon. That's right. Um, and, and, so, and the truth is that one of the first qualifications for elder is desire. He who seeks, seeks. There's a seeking. There's a desire. He who seeks the office of elder desires a noble task. So what does it look like if in a church of 
400 people, there are 100 men who are eagerly seeking to be a, a man qualified for eldership. Well, that's the kind of place that's going to plant a whole lot of churches because you can't have an elders board of 100 people. But every man who grows in sanctification ought to desire this. And so if you have 100 men in a congregation who are all eagerly seeking discipleship and eldership, then that's going to be a church that by necessity will have to plant churches. And planting churches and taking dominion through that form of multiplication, I think, is the best way. It's certainly the strategy that our church looks to, and I think it's the best way for us to make an impact in our nation around us. And the other thing is just on this topic is like a lot of times what ends up happening is you'll get a guy in a church, maybe he's listening to a lot of Doug Wilson or whatever, he's listening to the Rebel Podcast and he gets all worked up about biblical masculinity and maybe he's going to a church that's still very effeminate, still very you know soft complementarianism or even an egalitarian church. And sometimes what ends up happening is that guy becomes a thorn in the side of his leaders because he doesn't know what submission looks like. So leading in the church, ruling in the church, doesn't necessarily mean you're always antagonistic against leaders either. So that rule is something that we really need to delve into. And so Chris is going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Defeminization. Um, yeah. And then the uh, the last session that will prepare us to head out is the what does it look like then to rule within the culture? We go from self-rule to family rule to ecclesiastical or church rule to societal rule. What does it look like to be men who are men to be reckoned with within the culture? What does it look like to be a city father, as the Old Testament would say? Men who rule and govern and help keep peace and order within the fabric of society in your neighborhood, in your workplace, all those places in the culture. That's the outline of the conference. That's what we're going to be doing. I think it's going to be an awesome time. We just kind of wanted to make everybody aware of it so that you're getting your invite. Again, those dates are September 15th, 16th. It's a Friday, Saturday. We will link in the show notes where you can sign up and how you can sign up. The cost is $40 with an opt-in for an extra $10 if you want to be a part of the social night and and all that that entails as well. So anything else I'm missing? Anything else you want to say? Uh, Nope. Not at all. Unless Bundy wants to make a documentary about this too. Uh, (laughs) Bundy better be there. Because the last conference I went to was the Church of War. So like, like, it was like that documentary. I was like, well, we should do that again. I should reach out to that guy and see what he's working on. Now you're just getting, this is what happens when the mics turn off. So we should probably (laughs) turn the mics off. But if Bundy is still listening regularly, then uh, he'll get a little shout out and he better text me. (laughs) And if he doesn't, we know he's not. So that's September 15th and 16th. Come hang out with the Rebels. At Crossroads, $40. Registration will be in the show notes when the show goes live, whenever that is. Yep. And hey, man, go to crossandcrown.com and buy some merch and support the Antioch Initiative. 